I'm Brooke McLaughlin, an author, speaker, teacher, and small town girl from the mountains of Appalachia. Over the years, I've had the privilege of encouraging countless moms toward a richer prayer life, helping them catch a vision for the partnership God invites them into as they become praying moms. Prayer is action all by itself, and our prayers can impact the people we love most for generations to come. I created the Million Praying Moms podcast because prayer is one of the most overlooked parts of Christian parenting today. Let's change that together. My goal is to help you see prayer not as a last resort, but as your first and best response. If you have questions about prayer or motherhood, if you need help taking the first steps toward a praying life, or if you want to know how to pray for specific needs affecting our children in today's culture, you're in the right place, friend prayer warrior or mom who's just starting the journey. All are welcome here. Let's get started. Hey friends, today I have some really exciting news to share with you. As of right this moment, orders are open for the newest prayer journal from Million Praying Moms called Everyday Prayers for Patience. And once again, I wrote it. I just want to comment on the title. You heard that correctly. Everyday Prayers for Patience. I have enjoyed these prayer journals in the Everyday Prayers Library so much, and I absolutely love that we're working our way through the fruit of the Spirit. I've prayed that God would fill up my own children with love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control since they were really little. In fact, my youngest son and I have a back and forth prayer that we still do some nights based on the fruit of the Spirit. And guys, he's 16 years old. These were the characteristics or the attributes that I desperately wanted God to develop in their hearts. This is the kind of men I wanted to raise, men who were filled with the fruit of knowing Jesus as Savior. We've been doing this in my home for a really long time, but it occurred to me during one of the last presidential campaigns, of all things, that even the most devoted Christians I know and love have trouble at times displaying the fruit of the Spirit. I think the entire series that we've been doing in Everyday Prayers is really timely for the body of Christ, especially given the season of history we're in. It's too easy to be a keyboard warrior and lack love or kindness or patience altogether. We don't offer grace easily as a society. We've forgotten how to wait, and we sincerely struggle to trust God when His answers to our prayers are not yet. That's why I agreed to take on writing about patience. That and the sticky note that stays permanently attached to my computer monitor. It says, give them the grace to grow out of this. I see it every morning and I glance at it off and on throughout my workday. Like I'm looking at it right now. It was meant to be a reminder about giving my children grace as they mature and grow. But I have found that it applies to every single relationship I've ever had. My marriage, my family, my ministry, school, community, everything. We are all growing and God is at work in our lives every moment of every day. The problem with this is that sometimes people don't grow as fast as we want them to. And God doesn't always act when we think he should. In my work at Million Praying Moms over the years, I've had the opportunity to run a lot of online gathering spots for large groups of women who are in the very beginning, complete strangers. The majority of these women are believers. They know the Lord, but they come from all different walks of life and even different Christian denominations. They've all been walking with the Lord for different lengths of time. And so they're bringing lots of differences into these groups, even though they all love Jesus. You know what this means? 
There are women in the groups who are very mature in their faith. They've been through the mountains and the valleys with Christ, and they have hard-earned trust and deep knowledge about his character. But there are also women in the groups who were brand new to their faith. Their relationship with Jesus is fresh and it's sweet, but they don't know the scriptures very well yet. And they haven't been walking with the Lord long enough to be saturated in his word. They haven't yet had the opportunity and privilege of having their eyes opened by the Lord. And it shows in what they say and how they respond in the group. And in the beginning, this was a problem. The seasoned believers were hard on the new Christians and the latter just couldn't relate to the former. And when I realized this, I started to change things. I began every group that I organized online with these words. Please remember that as Christians, we all mature at different rates. There will be Christians in this group who are behind you on the journey and Christians in front of you. Give grace. Somehow this simple reminder was all that I needed to get a more peaceful gathering going. I've even seen mature believers take newer Christians under their wing and help them grow in their faith instead of berating them for taking too long to grow into it. The word patience means the capacity to accept or tolerate delay, trouble, or suffering without getting angry or upset. And that, in my opinion, sounds a whole lot like my life as a parent. How many times a day is my patience tested by someone else or another situation? 50 times? a 100 times? Probably more. During the last school year, my son needed me to bring some medicine to him at school. He had broken his finger playing basketball, and the pain medicine that we gave him at home that morning had not lasted through the entire day. Because of the school rules, though, I had to halt my workday, drive to the school with a new bottle of medicine, and fill out some paperwork before he could have it. It just was a long time away from the things I needed to get done that day. So the first few minutes of the drive, I grumbled and complained, to be honest with you. But very quickly, the Holy Spirit stopped me and reminded me that I get to do this for my kids. Emphasis, get. My husband and I have intentionally crafted a life that allows me to stop what I'm doing and take care of my kids. It's a privilege. It's what I wanted. And there is going to be a day when they won't need me in the same way. And that, for me, puts patience in parenting in an entirely different perspective. There's this old joke that says, don't ask God for patience. He'll answer by testing yours. To some degree, it's true. I'm not saying that God is sitting around in heaven just waiting to test our resolve, but parenting and the Christian life itself is fundamentally built on trusting something we can't always see, a master plan that reveals itself little by little and often takes turns we can't predict. I'll be honest, just writing this prayer journal makes me a little bit nervous about what God is going to teach my own family about patience. We haven't arrived. My family is a work in progress, I promise, just like yours. One day last school year over breakfast before school, I was talking to my two sons about Psalm 1611. The first part of that verse says, you, meaning God, reveal the path of life to me. At the time that we were talking about this verse, both of my sons had recently experienced some kind of big disappointment in their lives. Something happened that they had hoped wouldn't or didn't happen that they hoped would. And I started the conversation by asking them, how often do we allow outside circumstances to control how we feel? And after thinking about it for a minute, they both agreed that this is true most of the time. Then I read them Psalm 1611 and asked if they believed that God's plans for them were good and that he would do as he promised, making those plans or the paths for their lives known to them. It was a good reminder that even when things don't make sense, 
even when they're delayed or they come with trouble we didn't expect or maybe suffering that's really painful, God's plans are still good. And we can have faith that he'll show us which way to go at just the right time. Even if we choose to take a wrong turn, God, like my GPS, will recalculate the path and still get us where we need to go, where it brings him the most glory. Because he uses everything, even our disobedience, to get us where we need to go. My husband closed the conversation by remarking, so then we don't really need to dwell on it when something doesn't go our way or someone hurts us or we make a bad decision. We just have to have patience. We don't have to let those things determine how we feel about ourselves because we know that our God is still directing our paths. Exactly. We could wish that we had all the knowledge of God and all the wisdom we need to do life and bring glory to Him and that we knew how to perfectly parent our kids just the right way without having to be patient, but that just isn't the way that God designed it. We were born with a purpose, but like it or not, our purpose isn't always about getting to a finish line. It's about living today, right now, in each experience parenting and life bring with the perspective that says, God is leading me and He isn't finished. What can I learn from this experience that will keep my family on the right path and bring glory to him? And that requires patience. Inside of Everyday Prayers for Patience, we spend 30 days together in study and prayer, asking God to help us see his heart for the way we live and parent our children and develop our patience muscles so that our lives and theirs can be a beautiful reflection of his great patience with us. The first 15 days help us to personally have a stronger definition of what biblical patience is, while the remaining 15 days will help us understand God's character better so that we can trust his perfect timing in our lives and in those of our children. You can grab a copy of it now anywhere books are sold, or you can visit the show notes at Million Praying Moms and find it there. If you're still a bit terrified at the thought of praying for patience, plan to join me all this month as I read select devotions from Everyday Prayers for Patience here on the podcast. My hope is that after we're done, you'll be thoroughly convinced that praying for patience isn't so scary after all. Till next time, friends, the Lord bless you and keep you. Make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord look with favor on you and give you peace. Give them the grace to grow out of this. Those words are written on a sticky note that stays permanently attached to my computer monitor. It was meant to be a reminder about giving my children grace as they mature and grow, but it applies to every single relationship I've ever had. Family, ministry, school, community, you name it. We are all growing and God is at work in our lives every moment of every day. The problem is that sometimes people don't grow as fast as we'd like them to, and God doesn't always act when we think he should. There's this old joke that says, don't ask God for patience. He'll answer by testing yours. (laughs) And I think there might be some truth to that. I don't know that God is sitting around in heaven just waiting to test our resolve, but parenting and the Christian life itself is fundamentally built on trusting something we can't always see a master plan that reveals itself little by little and often takes turns we couldn't predict. If you have ever lacked patience as a parent, allow me to introduce you to my new free five-day devotional called Grace to Grow, Parenting with Patience and Prayer. Join me as we unpack what it really means to give our children and ourselves grace to grow. Inside of this free five-day devotional, you'll tackle subjects like sibling rivalry, when it feels like God is holding out on you or on your children, learning to forgive even inside the same house, living in the not knowing, 
and letting go of having to have it all together. Join me for Grace to Grow, Parenting with Patience and Prayer, yours free when you sign up at millionprayingmoms.com or in today's show notes. Have you ever attempted to read the entire Bible? Did you do it or did you only make it part way? I'm John Stonge and I host a podcast that will make it possible for you to make it through the entire Bible one chapter at a time. I've been hosting the Chapter a Day Audio Bible Podcast since 2015 and every single day of the week I read one chapter of scripture then follow that up with a time of prayer. And if you're looking for daily insights and inspiration directly from God's Word, I hope you'll give the Chapter a Day Audio Bible a listen. You can find it at lifeaudio.com or on your favorite podcasting app.